0: Be continued at scs.georgetown.edu slash podcast. Spotify Green Room is the live, audio-only sports talk platform. It's free to download and use. You can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Prepare for watch parties, debates, post-game breakdowns, in the breaking news. I mean, it's it's basically Twitter, but with audio. I mean, create you a know, whole group the you know, watch a game with you know you're not dealing with a lot of weirdos you know on, on twitter replying to you and you know who knows some people may join the show and some people may have some weird takes on on a man football you know the video game i mean there you'll have those kind of things um you know plus the peach bowl is coming up if you can't go to atlanta for whatever reason you know it may work or whatever uh be, you know this app is great for this all you gotta do is download the uh, Spotify Groom app. It's on the iOS App Store. Create your profile, link your Twitter, just you know, join a group of whatnot. Come in with your spicy takes. Oh, Know what I mean? Cause you're doing great. Yeah, you taste so good to me. I never thought that I would be so addicted to you. On top, on the side of you. Better yet, baby. Let <laughs> the way wind just flow down. Welcome to the Pit Panther Rants, another Sports Rants podcast. What are your host? And yes, it's the Peach Bowl. Peach Bowl is the week of the Peach Bowl, and I'm listening to Peaches and Cream from 112. Uh, you know, weeks, months before, I think maybe a weeks before, I was I was jamming to uh, Peaches from uh, President United States of America. And, of course, if you listen to the lyrics to that, and, of course, this song as well, well, you know, President of the United States of America was talking about peaches. And, you know, they weren't talking about going and buying them. They were talking about, you know, something else. And, of course, 112 is talking about peaches and cream, which is, you know, and they're not talking about the entree itself, but, well, you know, something else. But I had to have some sort of peach bowl thing, and I've already done the President of the United States one, so... This one came up. Yeah, I, I remember this song came out. What was it? Two thousand and one. Let's let's Google it real quick. I think it was two thousand and one it came out. But I just remember. Paste. Let me see here. One twelve. Peaches and cream. Let's, let's wiki it. Because wiki will tell me when it came out. Uh yeah. Released two thousand and one. That you know, April. What? Was it what? What day was it? Was it released? Let me see. Here's the. Oh, of course, Wiki has it. Released April 3rd, 2001. I was actually. Let's see. I was I was actually a junior in in college. I was wrapping up my. I was a. Yeah, I was my. I was I was a fourth year junior. Because my first year of college didn't work out, so. You know, I was a fourth year junior, and because I was about to graduate the next year. Yeah, I remember the song came out. That was, um, yeah, it was two thousand. You know, it blew up in the the summer two thousand one. I mean, there was uh, shoot, there were so many. um, When was it? uh, When did it peak? Let's see. Because that summer two thousand one was a crazy year for music. I mean. Actually, it was a really good year for music because you had you had you know this song. You had was, as far as rap R and B goes, you had this. You had whatever Ja Roll was was releasing at the time. I mean, he was he was blowing up as well. Um, you had Nas with that Uchi Walla song. I remember I'm trying to think what else was there. I think Nelly Nelly was releasing whatever he had some. You know, I remember he had some tracks up. Uh yes, you had jagged edge with "Where the Party At." That was with Nelly. I remember that was another jam too during the during this whole uh, this whole summer thing. I remember because yeah, I remember you know, I was in college and I just remember there was a lot of parties I went to and you know these. You always, you know, or bars, you always heard the song from 112, you always heard the Jagged Edge song. As far as rock music went, I mean, you had some 41, I mean, that, you know, yeah, some 41 had um, Fat Lip, now I'm thinking about that, yeah. Oh, I need to figure out, let's see. Billboard. 2001, I gotta look up the songs for these, now this is the Billboard 100 for the week of May 26, 2001, okay, let's see, you had All For You, Janet Jackson, that was the number one, Survivor, Destiny's Child, uh, Lady Marmalade, that was a hot one, I remember, I would go road trips with my friend, we would actually jam to that song, I mean, a group of guys jamming to Lady Marmalade because of the girls that were in it. Hanging By a Moment by Lifehouse, of course, there was that soft rock type of song. Oh, and there was Ride With Me, you know, Nelly, that was for Office. Uncle Cracker, Follow Me, and Ditto, Thank You. Oh, that's right, because, you know, Stand came out the year before, 2000. And, of course, there was that song by City High, What Would You Do, Nelly Furtado. Ah, Get Your Freak On, Miss, Missy Elliott, that was, a, that was a big jam in 2001. Man, there was a lot of actual, uh, of course there was Shaggy with that Angel song, because he, you know, yep. Moby with Southside, with Gwen Stefani, I don't know, I was a big, I wasn't really a big fan of this song. I, I actually like the original version without her, nothing against Gwen, I just think some songs just don't need other people in them. Let's see what else we have here. Uh, let's see. Oh, Drops of Jupiter from Train. Oh, Let Me Blow Your Mind by, with Eve and Gwen Stefani. Yep, that was another, yep, that was another jam. Yeah, this was, 2001 was a really, uh, at least the summer 2001, I remember this was a really bumping year for music. Uh, of course, if you're getting sentimental, there's I Hope You Dance from Leanne Womack. You know, that's, uh, again from Lenny Kravitz. Yep, because uh, of course, "Dry" from Incubus. It was, it was at the time. It was twenty nine at this time, and yeah, I really didn't. Uh, I didn't like this song. Uh, I was a big, I was a big Incubus fan at the time, and yeah, that song. I, I hate that song. Uh, let's see what else. Yes, put it on me, Jerbo from featuring Little. Yep, this that was that was a jam for that. Uh, what else was there, There was so, of course, like, going back to Rock, you had Butterfly from Crazy Town, that was, yeah, I forgot about that, you had, 2001, you had, what was it, you know, Jack Black, obviously, yeah, he was, I think that's, he came out, because I remember, I think I went to X-Fest that year, and I did, and I got so drunk that I don't remember any of the bands that were playing, I don't think I see any of the bands play. to be honest with you because uh, there was there was really no good bands there was really no good bands there that I liked it was just oh, Stain was there Don't, oh I can't forget stained they released a whole bunch of songs I remember and oh yeah the, it's been a while you, you had that um there's a bunch of other ones I'm not even gonna bother with it oh yeah it's for Jessica Simpson was out as well and she had released some jams you know that like I like I said, yeah, like said two thousand one was a crazy not so much crazy, but it was a um it was a great year, great summer of music, I remember. You know. In terms of parties, I mean a lot I mean there's Yeah, I'm not gonna get into more of these, but yeah. There's Oh yeah, Hitem Up Style from Blue Cantrail. Yep, that was a def. yep. That was one of those ones that was in uh uh basically Yeah, it was always in rotation because uh, basically, if you listen to Kiss FM, because Kiss FM was pretty you know, was the station one of the stations you, you listen to? I mean, I mean, there was also, uh, I mean, what else was there? Well, I mean, the Whammy was still there, but of course, you had the X, but the X played those X pretty much played the same shit in rotation from like 1996 by that point. I mean, they, they did add some other songs, I mean. You know, P.O.D. Oh, yes, did that, um, you yeah, know, P.O.D. was still kind of big at that time. They had that song Alive, I remember. That was, you know, I mean, because I, I remember they did, you know, they had that song Southtown, I remember. And I had that album, but the next album, I, you know, it was basically just Alive. And I, don't know, I really wasn't really into the rest of that album at that point. But uh, yeah, let's, let's venture on to a lot of other things because, well, I don't have much, I mean, sports really, wise, I don't have much to talk, I don't have really much to talk about because, I mean, I have the Peach Bowl to talk about, but there's, you know, it's going to be pretty much short and sweet because it's not really, you know, whatever. Uh, let's take a look here. What else do we have? um John Mann passed away yesterday and there's some weird ass takes on twitter I, I you know I never thought that the man's death would have would just would bring out the twitter bots i you know I just I don't get it you know I mean it's just from you know I mean we're talking I mean people are talking about you know the, the violence in video games and they you know and I don't know I mean I played Madden up until uh I played man up until, what's it called, um, 2000, um, 2000s, uh, what's it called, I think the last band game I played was the, was the 2004, the Michael Vick thing, and, um, I don't know, I, you know, I never really thought, you know, thought about the whole violence thing, but the people are saying it, I mean, if we're being quite honest, hockey games are in the. Earth. Hockey games in the early, um, in the mid '90s. Before that, were actually a lot more, were way more violent than uh, man's video games. I mean, NHL hockey. I mean, if you hit some guy, blood came out, and of course you had the fighting as well. I mean, you, you know, a lot of times you went out just trying, just trying to injure somebody. In the, you know, in you know, those NHL games. I mean, that was you know, you, you laid, you laid the big hit. But uh, I mean, I don't know if it. If, I don't know if it really influenced people to go out and hurt people. Though I mean, for one thing: if you're gonna lay a hit in hockey, you're gonna have to have a, You're to have really good hand-eye coordination do it. For first, for you know, for the most part, I mean, I think if you're, if you're laying any kind of a, of a hit, you're gonna have to do it. And I just don't think it really influenced that much. I mean, Nintendo Hockey. I mean, you you fought with the hockey sticks. You beat people with your, with, with the hockey sticks. So you know. I don't know, guys. It's out of my realm. It's just a bit, bit kind of weird. And I'm sitting here clicking on these. Uh, okay, fifteen forty nine. I'm actually looking. I'm actually doing some work stuff right now. Uh, long story short, we had a. Um, okay, so this doesn't do dick. I had we had an outage last night at work and. For some reason, there's a server that keeps that keeps crapping out on us, and and naturally, nobody can figure out why it's crapping out on us. And of course, from looking at the uh, logs, there's not there's no, there's isn't dick that shows me what is going on with it. So, yeah, that's the frustrating part. There's nothing here, which it's it's a waste of time. Well, let's get back to the, you know, thing. Uh, let's talk about the... I um, hope you guys had a great Christmas. Let's get to that, you know, before we get to Pitt. Um, I had a... Um, you yeah, know, Christmas was, wasn't too bad. I mean, with the whole co-parenting thing. Kids had a blast, you know. As far as, you know, the food goes, they wanted spaghetti and... Meatballs for their Christmas dinner, and I made that. I got a honey, I got a honey big ham, which I'll probably eat for for days, which I'm still eating for a while. I had a um, pecan pie that was made with Crown Royal, and it's not too bad. I mean, you can taste a little bit of it. I mean, I mean, in reality, it's really just a pecan pie. It's nothing, nothing too uh, exciting. But as we get into this whole pit thing, let's talk about Spotify Green Room. It's the live, audio, and sports talk platform. It's free to download. And use you can talk to other fans, athletes, insiders in real time. Uh, basically, it's you know it's a watch party. I mean, you may not go to Atlanta, you may not make it to Atlanta for the pit game, but if anything, you can have a watch party here using the Spotify Green Room, and if your favorite podcast. You and of course, uh, ESPN That's is uh, interrupting my. Um, like God, I hate this shit. Um, yeah, I have the ESPN um, page open, and here I am in the middle of my ad, and it's playing, a, playing an ad. Well, that's probably my fault because I'm doing this, but yeah, go on to the iOS App Store, you know, link, you know, download a link to Twitter or whatever, Google Play Store, and, you know, join a group, and, you know, let's hope you, know, let's hope things get better for, for your game rather than, uh, you know, what's what's been happening to me right now. All right, let's talk about the Pitt game. Pitt plays Michigan State tomorrow, 7 o'clock Central Time. No, 6 o'clock Central Time, 7 Eastern for the Peach Bowl. As far as the game goes, well, Kenny Pickett's out, as you all know. He opted out. So Nick Petty takes his place. And, of course, Pitt is without Mark Whipple. And yeah, they're without Mark Whipple and they have Tim Salem is going to be making the play calls. Um, Brennan Marion doesn't seem too happy about, you know, what's been going on. I mean, he, you know, I've seen a lot of his fleets and tweets, whatever, you know, Instagram stories where, you know, I guess he, he's the guy, of the go-go offense. And he, you know, a lot of people copied his offense, but he doesn't have a job as offensive coordinator. Make it make sense. Um, I'm not sure why he doesn't have a job as offensive coordinator, or why he hasn't been promoted. I'm not sure why it's it's out of my hands, and I think Pat Narduzzi wants to give the play calling dues to someone he trusts, and I think since Tim Salem has been there for so long, Pat Narduzzi. Trust Tim a little bit more than Brennan. I mean, it's nothing personal. Brennan hasn't been there a year, whereas Tim has been here a while. And of course, we've won the you know we've the, we've wanted Tim you know fired a few times because his tight end recruiting was started to become underwhelming, especially after Orndoff and Holtz left. We didn't have much of a tight end, um, and of course, the offense was very underwhelming as well because we had Sean Watson. And, Of course, if you're not throwing, the, if you'll have a tight end to throw the ball to, and if you're not throwing a tight end, then you know you're not going to be able to recruit a tight end. Isn't that amazing? But uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. And of course, we have Nick Patty that's going to be the quarterback. And now, as we look at the teletape, tape, Pitt should be able to throw the ball, in Michigan State. They, Michigan State, this year on defense a lot. Of, Three hundred and thirty seven point seven thirty-seven point seven yards in the air. And if we have some sort of uh, um, you know, if we have some sort of um, coherent passing game tomorrow, I think Pitt should be able to uh move the move the ball. Rush they're, they're, they're not too bad on the rush, I mean higher seventy yards on the ground, I mean it's not too bad. So, I guess it's really not a surprise that Michigan State lost to Ohio State and Purdue because both teams love to throw the ball. And, of course, they offensively, I mean, their attack is pretty balanced. They have 245 yards passing, 105 yards rushing, so they have a pretty balanced attack. I mean, they love to run the ball. I mean, they're like like it's been mentioned by Randy Bates, they have a big offensive line, so Pitt's going to have, you know, a challenge here. Because I think Michigan State's going to probably run the ball a good bit against us. They're going to try to control the last scrimmage and control the clock. I mean, Pitt's going to have to. um, Pitt's been more of a throwing throwing team. But I think with Nick Patty, they'll be more of a running team. Um, The key thing would be for Pitt is to get Nick Patty into rhythm, have him get the ball to his receivers. I mean, he's got pretty stable receivers to throw to I mean Jordan Addison's is your obvious one but the guy find someone to get him into rhythm and for Nick Patty, this this is a win win for him because this is an audition for him and if he does pretty well two things happen um, he has you know the, the the you know he has a head start on the uh, starting quarterback position for next season or if he's not, or or if he's not too crazy that to the fact that Pitt brought Keaton Slovis over him, he can just go in the transfer portal and go find himself a team to play for. So really, for you know Nick Paddy, this is a win win for him because he can say, oh, he can say, oh, you know, I've a I've have the I've I've a head start for the starting quarter position, or he can say, oh, you know what? Since you brought Keaton Slovis over me, you know, you recruited over me. Well, I can. I'll well, screw you. I'll just go find a team to play for. I'll just go in the transfer portal. So for Nick Patty, this is pretty much a win-win for him. But I also have to see Pitt get the, I think for Pitt, the key thing will also be getting the running backs involved, getting Izzy, getting Hammond, getting Vincent Davis involved, whether it's, you know, running the ball or just um, passes to them out of the backfield. I think that'll be a key thing is uh, anything that's going to get Nick Patty into a rhythm and get him comfortable because he is, you know, this is basically his first major game he's starting because he did play, he did start a game years back and that was on one double A 1AA game, which it was kind of disastrous, we almost lost the game. But this will be big for him. Now as Michigan State goes, like I said, looking at looking how they've done, I mean, it's no surprise Ohio State blew, blew you know, destroyed them. You know, they they want to, you know, they're not going to, I mean, one thing we can say on Michigan State is they're going to be without their big um, Kenneth Walker's out, so that takes them out of the equation. And maybe it puts pressure on them to throw the ball. You know, it's so basically it's, you know, the you know the spread on this, the overrun in this game is 56 points, and I have a feeling this game's going to go under, under the total. Uh, pits a plus two and a half. Michigan State's favoring this one, which is no surprise because, you know, Kenny Pickett's out. Uh, the consensus. Got Michigan State. Ooh, okay. 73% are, are taking Michigan State last two and a half. Mm, I don't know about this. As majority of them are taking uh, Michigan State, I think Pitt probably wins this game. Yeah. Uh. I'm sorry, but I gotta go. With Pitt in this one. I just think it's gonna be, it's definitely not gonna be a high scoring game, but I think Pitt pulls this one out. I mean, I think I think the big difference is, you know, Michigan State has an actual quarterback that's played, but uh, if, if they feel, co- I mean, if they feel comfortable with Nick Patty, I mean, that's that's great. If, if, if you know Nick Pay is is able to come in take over take the keys to the car, I mean. Because, we, like we said, Pitt's built a culture. And maybe, hopefully, this is the case. And we'll get to see that in action, hopefully. I mean, there's so many questions that need to be asked. And, uh, you know, as far as Tim Sealand's for- future, as offensive coordinator, I mean, maybe this is an addition for him. We'll see. I mean, it's whatever. But, uh, yeah, there's just a lot to... Um a lot to take in, but let's, let's just hope these guys stay healthy. Cause Omicron's been going around and it's rapidly going around. And it's basically, I mean, it's not uh, major it seems because the, uh, the quarantine has been reduced. I don't know. Uh, anyways, uh, pit hoops lost a heartbreaker last night. We'll get, we'll move before we close the show out. Ah, uh, they lost to Notre Dame, and i you know, they had the lead, one point lead, and of course, they, the free throw was pretty bad, and they defended, you know, the shot pretty well, it just, you know, Notre Dame just, it just was a good shot, and of course, we drive down the court, and I don't know, I just thought, you know, I would have gotten hugely involved in that part of it, and get him the ball to pound it in but it's whatever um, things just don't seem to go right in the cable arrow anyways I'll close out here and um, you guys enjoy the game tomorrow head up to pit and I will chat with you uh, probably next week have a great rest of the year and I'll see you back in twenty twenty two.